And welcome to the Pastor Study here on WHOV. We're living on top of the world. This is Pastor Kevin Swan of Ivy Baptist Church in the city of Newport News. We're glad that you are with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Uh, if you're tuning in for the very first time, this show is designed to talk about relevant issues uh, from a pastoral perspective. We open up the phone lines and we talk about things, invite your participation, want to hear your feedback and comments about our show, about our various topics that we have. And, and no topic, uh, I think we've done just about every topic known to man. But we, we thank God for you listening in with us today. want to take opportunity, first of all, before we get in the show, to thank everyone who came out on last Wednesday uh, to the Hallelujah for Haiti service that we had at the Hampton Roads Convention Center. A number of churches participated, and uh, we're pleased to say uh, that because of that effort and the, and the service, uh, we were able to raise now about $55,000, and all of the proceeds uh, will go to Emmanuel House Incorporated, uh, which is a nonprofit organization based out of Newport News that has been working with pastors and churches and communities in Haiti for the past six years. And so God is good, and we want to thank all of you uh, who came out and supported that event. If uh, you're still looking to do so, maybe you missed the event and you still want to participate, you want to give financially, we do recognize that many people have already given to the Red Cross or UNICEF, Save Our Children. There are a number of worthwhile endeavors. Maybe your own church is doing uh, a relief effort. If you want to support uh, this project, you can still do so uh, by sending in your uh, your monies to uh, 50 Maple Avenue. You can make it to uh, my attention, uh, Pastor Kevin Swan. When you're writing the check, please make the check payable to HFH Fund. HFH Fund, it stands for Hallelujah for Haiti. And again, all of the proceeds will go toward Emmanuel House Incorporated. Uh, Pastor Hurd and Pastor Barber of Six Mount Zion are already in Haiti as we speak. They left on Sunday. They're there to do an assessment of the needs uh, in Haiti. And then they're going to come back and suggest ways that the monies can be used to best and to help serve uh, those people uh, in Haiti. So once again, we still need your support. We got off to a very good start. But we are asking again if you want to continue to donate. Uh, again, make check payable to HFH Fund. You can send it to 50 Maple Avenue. Newport News, Virginia, 23607. 50 Maple Avenue, Newport News, 23607. Or for more information, you can contact the office, 244-8165. The number again is 244-8165. We have Pastor John Young with us uh, in studio this afternoon. Pastor Young, how are you doing today? My worst moment has been marvelous, brother. Well, that's good. And I see you still supporting your Cowboys even after the Super Bowl. Especially after this. Especially Bowl. after. <laughs> now, were you rooting for the uh, for the Saints? Absolutely. You know, I wanted to have the luxury of saying that the Cowboys were one of the few teams that beat the Super Bowl champs. Well, we're gonna keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, this past Sunday, it, it just goes to show you, and and this is going to be the topic for today later on. But it goes to show you how influential sport is in our country. Absolutely. Because the Super Bowl this past Sunday between the Saints and the Colts was the most watched program in the history of American television. 106 million viewers estimated. 
uh, that watched the game in the United States. Uh, the previous record, believe it or not, was the last episode of MASH. Do you remember MASH? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Alan Alda and MASH. Uh, that was the previous record uh, that the Super Bowl beat this past Sunday. And so certainly sport is very large. We're going to get into that topic later on today uh, on the show. But uh, certainly we want to congratulate the New Orleans Saints uh, on their victory. Uh, now we're going to, before we get into our show, uh, we have uh, a guest. He's a friend of mine. Uh, we grew up playing basketball together way back when. And uh, then we went our separate ways. He went to Bethel High School. We don't hold it against him. Uh, and I went to Hampton. And, and now he is uh, doing some great things in the community. He's a certified trainer. He also is the store manager of GNC, the nutrition store, uh, in the military circle uh, shopping area. He has his own company, uh, Body by JG. And uh, what we wanted to do uh, is we wanted to bring somebody on the air uh, that would be a regular on the show that would come in maybe once a month or maybe twice a month to talk candidly about health, nutrition, particularly from the African-American perspective. Um, why are we always at higher rates of high blood and diabetes and stroke and cancers? Why are we always uh, in the higher risk categories? And so uh, we wanted to bring somebody in that could help us to dispel some of the myths that are out there as it, as, as it pertains to weight loss, as it pertains to nutrition, how to eat properly, how to work out properly. And so uh, I am pleased to say that for the first time, he's going to be a regular contributor to the show. We have Jerry Good, who is with us today. And so, Jerry, first of all, thank you for coming on the show, and it's good to have you today. Um, thank you, too, um, Pastor Swan. Um, I want to say thank God for this opportunity. Also, what Pastor Spawn has um, allowed me to come on this station. Um, it's a very humbling experience, and like I said, I just want to um, be a blessing for those with the information I have. Very good. Now, you can't see Jerry, and we we in the studio. Pastor Young, maybe you could speak for Jerry, but Jerry is... is He's pretty diesel, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean Jerry, Jerry is... He got a shirt on here. It's, it is, that shirt is tight. <laughs> got shoulders popping chest popping i mean he he is obviously fit so jerry for people who don't know who you are i know you i've been knowing you for a long time uh why don't you tell the listening audience about your experiences how did you become involved in fitness training and and how did you become so passionate about sharing this message um how i got involved in the um, fitness industry is that um i was seeing so many people especially in our community um, the situation of the diabetes and different things going on that that we can control. Um, and I understand that the thing is all about prevention. You know, working out opens up the blood flow. It does so many things as far as opening up the endorphins in your brain. It's just um, you have your spirit and soul together, but your body is a gift from God. You know, once God gives you a gift, if he gave you a car, a brand new car, and you use that car and you abuse it, we need to show God, hey, I'm thankful for the gift you've given me. And so me working out and I've seen um, the experiences and it, just how I feel, um, just just being a blessing to people, but leading by example. Um, and how I got into the fitness industry, and like I said, at one time I was 165 pounds. So as I started working out, started feeling better, started, um, and then I wanted to be a blessing to other people and, and as well in the fitness industry. Now, you said something earlier about blood flow, and I think a lot of people don't understand how important blood flow is to all parts of good health. Um, and so 
explain that a little bit further about what you mean by, by proper blood flow uh, as it relates to good health and why exercising is important. Okay, one of the biggest things I tell people about blood flow, um, and on one of the questions people actually say, well, a lot of people think, well, I'm a certain weight, you know, I don't supposed to be a certain weight. Well, understand that when you were born and you get to a certain age, your body designed a certain, to pump a certain amount of blood. So if your blood flow is limited, that deals with um, the circulation, deals with diabetes, high blood pressure, and in relation to that, when you have steady blood flow, that helps with everything. Um, so blood flow is very important. You have to have it consistently. That helps you on all aspects of your life. Okay, so one of the things that we need to understand and the listening audience needs to understand from what you're saying is that when there is restricted blood flow, mm-hmm. that leads to complications in other areas. Yes. For example, diabetes. Now, understand most people, when they get diabetes, they see it in their feet. The reason being is that your heart is a muscle and the heart pumps at the top, so um, it has plenty of blood flow at the top. But to go through the extremities all the way down to your foot, you know, that's restrictions. So, therefore, that's the first sign of when you get diabetes, a lot of times your circulation in your toes are limited because that blood has to pump all the way down. Now, understand when you have extra body fat and you design, your body is designed to pump a certain pounds of blood and you double that magnitude, that's almost like having a straw in a slurpee. You know, you're <laughs> sipping, and, um, sipping harder and harder, but you're not getting that blood flow. So what that does is limit to that circulation, what causes all other effects, diabetes, high blood pressure. So basically, we need to work out. Mm-hmm. We need to exercise properly. We need to eat right simply because we need to make sure that we're maintaining proper blood flow. And good blood flow is what attributes to good health. Exactly. Um, and the eating is um, basically 90% everything. Okay. Know? So so let, let's, let's go back to the gym now because first of the year, Jerry, everybody, you know, most people have this uh, New Year's resolution. I'm going to work out. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to do all these things. But you're in the industry, so, you know, we know that there are millions and millions of dollars that are spent every year on exercise equipment mm-hmm. and, and training. And you see all of the infomercials, uh, now We Fit is out, all these things that uh, get people are trying to get people to exercise. But yet our country as a whole is moving toward obesity. It's, it's at an alarming rate. What are, some of the, what are some of the things that people, even when they do try to work out, what do you see that they're not doing correctly in order to maximize the time that they have while they're in the gym? Um, one of the biggest things, people don't understand that this is not easy. That's the first thing. Um, see, when you look at commercials, they tell you about the positive stuff. You know, let's work out for 30 days. I'm going to let you lose 30 pounds. Now, understand that you've got to base everything as an individual lifestyle. You know, if you're working two or three jobs, you just ain't got the time to work out consistently. But you can designate that hour each day. And also, too, um, there's a lot of things you can do for as working out. But at the same time, you got to ask yourself, am I honestly going to use that equipment I'm using? Now, when people get in the gym, if I'm going to college, it usually takes people to graduate four to five years. Now, same thing with your body. You don't sit there and say, well, if I don't do this in 30 days, I'm quitting. So you got to have a long-term goal. And, you know, and I tell people, keep it simple, but you got to be realistic. It didn't take you overnight to gain that weight. It's not going to take overnight to get up and take it off. So, so then it's really a myth to think that when these infomercials and all of these commercials come out and say, you know what, just give it 30 days, 15 minutes, uh, two days a week. That's unrealistic to expect any significant change over a long period of time. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's, it's unrealistic because, you know, 
everybody's at different points in their life. If you got to lose 100 pounds, now <clears throat> understand it takes time, and also, too, you want to lose it healthy. It's a different from when you have the gastro bypass. Some people have to do it for medical reasons. But understand when you do that and you're not working out, even though you lose the weight, you know, you start a sagging. You know, a lot of times you have to do those extra surgeries. But also, it's no shortcuts. You know, if you do it properly in the gym, um, going out there and working out and have a designated time and changing your eating habit, because you got to understand, though, um, 90% of the things is eating. So, you know, if you eat um, consistently on a daily basis, because a lot of people, what they do, First thing you say, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to stop eating. Well, your body, what it does is slows down and goes in starvation mode. And so what happens is if you're not eating every two or three hours, your body says, hold on, I'm going to hold this body fat into my system because I'm not going to release it if um, I know I'm not going to eat again. So a lot of people, when you're doing those, those diets like the liquid diets and stuff like that, understand you need protein, you need good carbs, and you need low fat. And if you're not getting that, um, your body going to get it from some other source. Okay, we're, and we're going to have a separate show dedicated to just eating and nutrition. And uh, once again, we're talking with Jerry Good. Uh, he is a certified fitness trainer. Uh, he's been the store manager of GNC at Military Circle for the past seven years, has received the top awards at GNC for sales and giving information. All the bodybuilders, when they go into the store, they talk to Jerry. And he has his own website, bodybyjg.com, bodybyjg dot com and he's going to start being a regular contributor because we want to share good information about proper health and nutrition to the listening audience now jerry you did bring some things with you today and one of the things you said you wanted to mention is something about a cleanser yeah i wanted to kind of explain to us what what the cleanser is all about what does it do and why should people consider taking a cleanser okay now um i undertell people because we have a discussion about the cleanser is very important because you know, ask yourself, when you drive your car, if you don't change the oil, what happens to the engine? It clogs it, up. It clogs up, and then you have overheating and everything. Um, so the cleanser, you have to clean your system out. Well, I have the question. People say, well, why not just drink water? Well, how many people do you wash dishes with just water? You can't just wash your dishes with water. You have to have some kind of solution to break that stuff up to get it out there. Now, we have a seven-day complete body cleanser at GNC. The benefit of that, number one, is not a laxative. The misconception about laxative, laxative forces you to have a bowel movement. Now, it doesn't clean out thoroughly. Now, with the cleansing program, what it does, you have all different herbs um, and products that have been designed by GNC. You understand GNC been in business for 71 years. So they um, um the catalyst of this particular brand, but it's seven days. The reason why I say it's a lot of great programs out there, but you got to be realistic. Are you going to stay on a cleansing program for 30 days, or can you designate seven days? Um, so, and that cleansing product, within that process, my sales associate, she just finished it. Within a week, you know, it's not going to happen for everybody. She lost 10 pounds. Now, within the first two days, she said she saw a difference in just how she felt. You know, she felt lighter. She just felt more vibrant because you understand that if your system is not clean, it's just like a drainage. You put the water down, but it's dropping down slowly. So that's the same thing in metabolism. If your system is not clean, as a bodybuilder, you know, your liver takes everything out of it. So some people say, well, I'm just going to clean my colon. But you got your colon, you got your liver, you got your kidneys. If those things are not clean, your colon is toxin, is clean, but it's going to overspill over to the liver. So everything deals with a complete body cleansing. You do that every three to six months. Um, I have a, on my website also, you can click on lose up to 17 pounds in two weeks. It's an eating program. 
Now, it's stating that some people could lose that amount because when you clean your system with the seven-day and the eating program I have, then those two things, you, can, you will lose a whole lot initially. So what you're saying is this cleanser is going to rid some of the toxins mm-hmm. and some of the excess weight and fat and things that are already stored in our body. Yes. Um, it's going to release all those toxins. And like you understand, it, releases, it helps the blood circulation. Also, to the liver, like I said, that's the biggest organ. Because if you have t- high li- enzymes in your liver, then that's dealing with, like, medication. A lot of times, you know, understand that all medication has side effects. Natural product doesn't have side effects at that aspect. So when people are on medication, you need to more so clean your body out because you understand that the toxins from that medication goes through the liver. Now, if your liver is toxin, you know, what did that deal with? That deals with hepatitis. You know, that deals with a whole lot of different things. If that liver goes, everything else goes. So uh, we have to keep the liver clean. you got to keep the colon clean so you don't develop polyps um, and your urinary tract. You need to drink plenty of water. Um, you got different types of water, but distilled water is the most purest form of water you can get. Along with this cleanser, I recommend distilled water because what it does is you take distilled water, you steam it. They take the steam, and they use that as far as the, dealing with the water. So steam, I mean, steam, bacteria cannot follow steam. So when you get distilled water, it actually cleans you out along with the cleanser. Okay, so in, in layman's terms, mm-hmm. all right? It, and we like Fred Sanford. We're going to break it down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. you, you have today mm-hmm. a package that you're willing to give to the first 10 callers. And in addition to that, you're also willing to give your first consultation uh, for training because you do personal training. Yes. And you, what you're saying is is that um, you're willing to do your initial consultation. Normally, it's $25. You're willing to waive that free today. Mm-hmm. To the first ten callers, you're gonna break, you're gonna sit down with them, devise a strategy of how to train properly, how to eat properly, how to lift and exercise properly, so that they can reach their desired goal. And you're gonna give this packet. Now, what what's in the packet that you're giving away today? Okay, now the packet I have is um, has the multivitamins, which is good, and you need that for as your eating program. Now, GNC has a line of product called USP Labs. Now, understand that we don't have. Um, you know, it's a difference between natural products and steroids. Now, this USP lab, we got a product called anabolic pump. That's nitroxide. You open your blood flow up. Okay, you have the um, powerful. Now, understand, um, as I was discussing earlier, um, powerful is a growth hormone. Now, understand, when you get a certain age, like about 18, your body stops producing, and um, the pituitary gland stops producing, So, but it goes dormant. So what powerful does, it releases the growth hormones in your body at nighttime when you sleep. So therefore, it deals with recovery, it, um, reduces your prostate, um, it does tightens your skin. And if you understand, if you look at Hollywood, you know, a lot of people keep their youth because they're taking growth hormones. Now, this is the natural way of doing it. Um, and so USP Labs, they also got a product called Recreate. Now, understand, a lot of products dealing with thermogenic deals with a lot of stimulants, a lot of caffeine. Recreate is only based on lowering body fat percentage. Okay. All right. So uh, this product, what you're saying is that you're giving is all natural Mm -hmm. with no side effect because it's natural to the body. Yes. Okay. So here's what we want to do. The first 10 callers that call in 727-5711, 727-5711, you will receive this free packet of vitamins and supplements along with Uh, Jerry is willing to do a free initial consultation with you. He will sit down with you, explain 
these terms and processes more in depth, talk to you about nutrition, proper eating habits, and how to devise a strategy of how to work out so that you can maximize the time that you're in the gym. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, now, Jerry, what what then, uh, and once again, we want you to call in 727-5711, 727-5711. I see Pastor Johnson and Pastor Young, they, they're calling in so they can get <laughs> they can get a part of this. So, we, again, we want you to make sure that you understand that this, this is the right way to, to work out so that you can be at the best position in your life. And I'm telling you this myself. I, I, he works me out. Uh, and I've already seen the difference in my own self. You see, you see that right there. You see that right there. You see that right there. So, so, Jerry, realistically speaking, how long, how many days a week does a person need to work out in order to start seeing some results in, in what their body looks like? Three days a week, two days a week, four days a week. What 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 does it look like? Well, I tell people at least three days a week. Um, being that what I do is specify because understand building the muscle mass, you know, because the muscle, understand when you get to a certain age, um, and if you you can just look at how um, the earth is designed, the way trees are designed, they lose, they, they break off in the wintertime and um, they lose their leaves for they can regrow better leaves. So that's what you need to look at as far as your body. Your body is dying to break down and grow back stronger. So the weight training is very detrimental because that's how you develop tone. Three days a week of weight training, um, and within that time period, three days a week, um, how you fit it in of cardio. Cardio is what's going to break and um, help with your, um, the growth because your heart is a muscle. You have to do cardio. Your heart is a muscle. Also, too, dealing with the muscle mass. So if you get your eating together, your cardio, and three days a week of um, working the weights um, on a um, complete plan, that would be detrimental. And I'll say about three days a week. Okay, so again then. Again, then, what weight training is needed to do is to break the body down, break muscle mm-hmm. tissue down, so that then it can be rebuilt. Exactly. And when it rebuilds, it's going to rebuild stronger. Stronger. Mm-hmm. So that's really the goal. So you're saying you need at least three days a week. Yes, at least three days a to week. To get in the gym and work out for at least an hour. Exactly. Okay. And it has to be high intensity. It can't be that you're just walking in and, and you're walking the treadmill and then you leave, correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, because any sport you do the research any sport or anything you look at, the best player works the hardest. So if you want better results, you got to put extra work in. All right. And so uh, we're going to bring Pastor Johnson and Pastor Young around. They go. They have questions as well. I know Pastor Young. He he works out. Um, had a he has a he had a a gym in his church. Now I don't know about Pastor Johnson. I don't know y'all y'all went to Bethel, so I don't know how how, <laughs> how that works out. But but again, uh, what one. What one tip, what one or two tips, Jerry, would you give to people who are listening right now? If you want to get started and do it right, what should be some suggestions that you give for them? Who, you know, if they, if they want to start working out, maybe they're slightly overweight, maybe they want to get toned. What are some things that they should start doing right now to consider as they begin their process? The biggest thing is the mindset. You know, you have to have your mindset on that. I'm going to do this, you know. You can't have a 30-day plan because if you have a 30-day plan, a lot of times what you're going to do is fall off. You've got to have a lifestyle-changing plan. Um, what you can do, you at home. Sometimes you can walk around a block. And a lot of times, just get started. You can walk around. You can do jump rope. You can do stuff at the house to get you motivated and also devising an eating program. 
you know, and like I said, on my website, bodybyjd.com, you have click on lose up to 17 pounds in two weeks, and that'll help you with your eating program because you can do that for 14 days. And that has high protein, good carbs, and low fat on Brother, I... I, I, I have to say, man, uh, I've got like one question in like 24 parts. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, first off, you, you mentioned the pituitary gland and, mm-hmm. and some of the products that you have that sort of stop that. Because I'm convinced that, that my growth hormone stopped at about 12. Okay. See, 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 because I'm short and I'm little and I'm looking at, at this brother. If y'all could see this brother, I mean, he, you know, he's, 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 he's diesel, right? And he he's got us off in the corner sitting in milk crates because he takes up all the room. But but one of the things that I've noticed because I've worked out a time or two, as Pastor Swan mentioned, and quite frequently the people that come to me that that look for assistance in the gym, uh, just because I look like I work out not not as much as you do. But 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 they they don't really uh, put as much of their motivation uh, on the internal components that mm-hmm. you mentioned, but. Can I just be real on the radio? Most of them be like, you know what? I want to look good. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a lot of uh, uh, single people out there that are looking to get married, and they just look. You know, I, I remember when I was in the Air Force, um, uh, the way they would measure the body fat is they would measure the neck, and then they would measure the waist, and they would mm-hmm. subtract the two. Mm-hmm. So I had my boss come up to me one day and said, hey, I need help passing the body fat test. He says, how can I make my neck bigger? Mm-hmm. So, so some people just... Their motivation ain't necessarily to look good. It's just because they have a specific goal that they want to accomplish or whatever. So I guess what I'm looking for is what about the people that aren't as uh, serious about the internal mechanisms of their health? But somebody just says, hey, look, you know, what if I don't want uh, what if I don't want anything but just to look good? Is that is that what, what do you say to people that have that kind of mentality? Well, one thing I tell people, that's just like, you know, I try to break it down. It's just like buying a car. You know, some people buy a Lexus on the outside and the engine, and they haven't checked the engine. And that's the same thing with your body. Understand that a lot of times with men, one thing that I get with men is that, first of all, you got to be humble. Um, everybody has their anointed area, you know, and if that's not your anointed area, you know, people go back and forth, I can do it this way, but what happens is your heart is a muscle, and you got to understand that. And arteries get clogged. I have so many people come in GNC on the outside, they look like they built like a rock. But they got high blood pressure, diabetes, and everything like that. Because you tell them to run up and down the road, they're ready to fall out. So the key is, though, and then also it don't, it don't matter how slim you are. Because that's a misconception, too. People say, well, I'm slim. I can eat anything I want to. But understand, the arteries get clogged. I had a one guy came to me. He said, man, I, had, I got diabetes. I looked at him. I said, man, slim. He was drinking three um, McDonald's um, sweet teas a day. And he was diagnosed with diabetes. But from the looking on the outside, I mean, he said, that man ain't no joke. But what happens is we shouldn't have to wait for the diabetes and high blood pressure. So what I would tell that person is that right here, you know, you have to look in the inside how you feel. Because just going to the gym, your head still hurting because you're eating um, everything under the sun. That's not how you do it. And that's why we always say you got to do things decent and in order. And if you don't do it internally, then that deals with all your surroundings because your body ain't going to look far as your body fat percentage is not going to go down. And there's a lot of things that's not going to happen, and you're not going to reach the pinnacle because you're not doing it the right way. 
Amen. You know, one of the things that you mentioned also, you, you talked about, you know, the, the mental approach, mm-hmm. uh, uh, talking about men being humble. Uh, quite frequently, you know, uh, if we specifically talk about men, but I can't limit it to men because mm-hmm. I've seen ladies do this also, mm-hmm. about the fact that, you know, it, it's, a, it's a marathon and not a sprint. Mm-hmm. I, I'll see people that want to come in the gym and they, they see people that look like you and they mm-hmm. say, you know what, I want to get like that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what they'll do mm-hmm. is that they'll 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 lift uh, uh, so much weight and then they want you to spot them right exactly because mm-hmm. you ain't gonna let it fall on them right yeah. you curling the weight that they're trying to bench or whatever you're trying to do and you're begging them please stop you know but they're no I can get this I can get this so what can you what what can you say to help them uh, uh, have a more humble approach because let's face it some guys they don't want to get under the bar mm-hmm. with with a couple of uh, uh, dimes on each side and lift you know you know uh, sixty five pounds or so and 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 then they see somebody next to you, you know, benching 315, 405, or this, that, or the other. So how do you, how do you regulate uh, their, their humility to make sure that they don't get in there and hurt themselves? Well, one of the things I've done is um, that's why I work hard to get myself to a certain level because with men, you know, first thing that way, if you're smaller than me, you can't tell me anything. You. you know, a lot of men are on that aspect. But I would tell them um, in order to get your bench up, you have to have all body parts together. One of the biggest things, a lot of men don't focus on legs. Now, you understand that when you do squats, you're you working like 500 muscles at one time. Also, too, growth hormones are released when you squat and do legs presses. So in order for you to bench and all those things to go up, you have to have your whole body in accordance. So I would tell them, you know, just give me a certain time with you and you will see the difference. You know, sometimes I said, lead not to your own understanding. You know, and if you were in that anointed position, you know that, hey, things I can do, I can get you to the level and maybe they can see me and say, okay, well, I can be humble enough with this guy. I can see he's at a point and if I show him the right way to do it and then they see those, that progress. But once again, it goes back to um, the mindset. If a person doesn't have that mindset and you know through the history of people, I can't do anything unless your mind has changed. And you're willing to allow me to go ahead and instruct you to the right way to do things. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And so, once again, we're talking with Jerry Good, certified fitness trainer, st- store manager of GNC and Military Circle. So if you're living in Norfolk, you can go to Military Circle, ask for Jerry, tell him you heard him on the show, and he might be able to talk to you as well. We do have all of the 10 callers that called in, Jerry. Uh, we did take the information down. For those of you who are eligible to win today, uh, Jerry is going to contact you this afternoon and give you more information. However, if you were not one of the 10 callers, uh, Jerry will be back on the show throughout the year. Uh, we're going to have him on at least once or twice a month. You can also visit his website for more information, bodybyjg.com. Again, bodybyjg.com. And again, I am telling you that he will sit down with you and go through all of the processes. I think most of the time we don't get maximum results because we're not looking at the whole picture. When I started working with Jerry, he sat me down first uh, before I told him what I wanted to accomplish. And before we even started working out, he told me about the nutrition side, the spiritual side, the mental approach. Then we started working out. And the reason why so many people give up when it comes to working out their bodies is because they don't have a complete plan in place because if you are working out but you're not eating properly you're defeating the purpose or if you're eating properly and that working out right you're still defeating the purpose you have to put all of it together and so jerry i want to thank you uh for this start we've got a very good response 
and hopefully uh again now if somebody is listening and and do you have any information any way of people getting in contact with you you want them to call the gnc uh, is there a number that they can call to reach you if they heard the show today and just want to get more information? Um, they can call me on my number, um, um, 757-412-9331. 412-9331. So after today's show, uh, if you want to talk to Jerry directly, once again, for the 10 callers, uh, he is offering uh, the, the, tri- the trial packet of vitamins and supplements, part of the cleanser, and he's going to give you a free initial consultation to sit down and explain to you how all of these things work. If you call Jerry uh, on his number, 412-9331, he may be able to extend the offer, uh, but give him a call. And again, Jerry, it's been great, man, having you on the show today. We look forward to having you again, and the next time you come, we can talk about how can people work out maybe who may be older, so, so people who might be in their 60s or 50s, 60s, or 70s, maybe can't work out as much. What are some simple things that they can do to stay in shape, all those kinds of things? So we look forward uh, to you, certainly. you got calls already. People call, <laughs> people blowing his phone up already. 412-9331. That's the number to Jerry Goods, certified fitness trainer. We're going to take a break right here. When we come back on the other side of the break, we'll have our question of the day. Hope you're enjoying the show so far here on WHOV 88.1 FM. And welcome back to WHOV 88.1 FM. Pastor Kevin Swan in studio, Pastor John Young, Pastor Raymond Johnson. If you missed the first part of the show, you missed a treat. We do have uh, a young man that's going to be with us, a regular on the show. His name is Jerry Good, certified personal trainer. He is the store manager of the GNC and Military Circle. Has his own website, bodybyjg.com, bodybyjg.com. And uh, he just blessed 10 individuals with a packet of supplements. He talked about a cleansing program that is necessary for all of us to get rid of some of the toxins and things that are in our bodies that are trapped, uh, that cannot be released simply by drinking water. And so he gave us a lot of good information about how to work out properly. He'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk about nutrition and training. And when he comes back, we'll actually open up the phone lines. Maybe you have specific questions that you want to ask. We'll see if we can get you on. And you can, uh, he can answer some of those questions. But again, if you missed him and you want to get more information, he told me that he is willing to extend the offer for the free uh, training, the, the initial training. Uh, normally it's $25 just for today. He's willing to waive that for whoever calls. He'll sit down with you, talk with you, get you on a right plan and a fitness goal. That number, 412 9331. Jerry Good is his name, G O O D E. 412 9331. Or if you're in the uh, Norfolk area, down by Military Circle, stop by the GNC, ask for Jerry. He'll be glad to give you more information. Let's go ahead and transition into our topic for today, fellas. And, uh, you know, again, as we said at the top of the show, Super Bowl was uh, this past Sunday was the largest or most watched show television show in the history of american television over 106 million viewers which smashed the previous record so we know that sport is very big in our country now all of us the three of us even jerry who's still in with us we're all both uh, all of us are sports enthusiasts we we love sport Uh, we talk about sports a lot off the air uh and what's interesting is that i've gotten to the point now where in addition to watching the games i find myself also watching the crowd (laughs) <laughs> and I'm watching the crowd 
particularly for a football game, but any sporting event. And I'm watching the crowd, and you have some people who come to the game, and they got their face painted. Or you have some people who come to the game, and, you know, they're cheering, and they're in the aisle, and they're high-fiving, and they're running and jumping and clapping and shouting and just having a real, real good time. And, and it dawned on me at what point. Why don't we have that same enthusiasm in the church? How is it that people can go to a sporting event? Some, you know, for some who go to a game, a football game, they'll tailgate, they'll get to the game two, three hours before the game starts, and they can't even get to church on time. <laughs> and then so, leave early. When they they want to leave early. <laughs> so what? What? And, and we want to open up the phone lines here because uh, you know we want to know what. Why can't we have that same kind of celebration? in our churches where you got people high-fiving you if if people can cheer for a football team or a basketball team for people who they're running around on the field and they don't even know who they are they don't know them personally then how come we can't cheer for god and be just as excited and exuberant in the house of god when god is saving us we know him personally he's doing great things in our life why is it that we come and and we we are reserved or, or we or it's looked down upon when, when people start expressing themselves in a free manner because they know what God has done for them. We we want to hear from you. Is 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 it just me or is it, it, it is there something wrong with this picture that in a sporting event people can jump around and have a good time and be in the aisles, even at a concert, you can jump around and have a good time and, and clap and shout and nobody says anything but in the church. <laughs> You start doing some of those same things, you get cut eyes, and it don't take all that. What? <laughs> Please help me to understand. You know, Pastor Swan, one of the things I notice is that sometimes, and this is just some people, but they have sort of this reverent um, uh, idea of what uh, the presence of God is supposed to make you react like. It's solemn, and it's holy, and it's, and it's quiet. But, but you know, David just danced right out of his clothes. He danced right out of his clothes. But let me ask you, and I guess the, the larger question is, is that the problem? Is tradition preventing us from, from worshiping God freely in a celebrating type of mode? Is it, uh, you know, the way we were raised in church and church was very reserved and, and you just don't do that kind of thing? Is it, is it people? Who, who, I guess the larger question is, who or what is most hindering people from worshiping in a celebratory manner, much like you would see at a sporting event? I agree that in, in, a, in a whole lot of cases, Pastor Swan, it is, it is tradition, you know, because I think somewhere along the way we lost sight of that explosive nature of what worship should look like and don't get me wrong we don't want to put people in bondage and say that you're not worshiping unless you're rolling all over the aisles no we're not suggesting table. that right but at the same time you know at some point when the presence of god is around it's going to cause some kind of reaction it should neighbor, cause yeah it should so and, and let's say here too we're not suggesting that you know there, there are many churches that don't have expressive dynamic worship but i guess the question is if i if i can go to a sporting event and I can just be free-spirited in how I celebrate. I can cheer loudly. I can boo. I can do whatever I want. And people are not going to look at me strangely. Then how come I can't celebrate what God is doing in my life 
And these are church folk that are looking at me strange. Help well, me out, Pastor Jeff. And we, well, we want to hear. We, well, we want to hear from you all. 727 <laughs> Can you boo the preacher? Can you boo? <laughs> preachers, I want to boo, man. These traditional <laughs> ones, I want to boo. Just pray to I want to boo. Sit yeah. down. Boo. Get somebody else. Pray for me. We, we want to hear from you. 727 727- Five seven one one. We do want to hear from you. Seven two seven five five seven one one. What is it? I guess the larger question is, what is it that maybe is causing? Because I hear it all the time. I don't know if you all hear it. I, you know, sometimes, it, and it disturbs me when I hear, Pastor. You know what? I really felt like getting up today, and and just shouting and stepping out in the aisle. And my next question is, Well, why didn't, why you, didn't you do, you do it? it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you why didn't that, you do it? You have that religious. Uh, a nature uh, or ambiance, that's my big word for the day. Ambiance. <laughs> that comes along with the tradition of the church that says that God is in his holy temple. We, we just misuse that scripture erroneously, Pastor Young. Let all the church be silent. What my Bible says in Psalms, let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. And praise him with the timbrels and praise him with the tambourine. Praise ye the Lord. So, you know, you shouldn't let, uh, we even do praise check at our church uh, to tell folk on your row if they're not going to praise God. They need to find another row. I tell yeah. folk, move out in the aisle way. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and begin to worship God. Don't let somebody else's religious background hold you from worshiping your God because they can't praise him for you. Now, you, you know, gotta praise him for yourself. Absolutely. And, and this past Sunday, we had Super Sunday yeah. um, because we, we do celebrate along with the Super Bowl. We had people to come in their jersey. Jerseys and they yeah. had rally towels and we were waving towels yeah, yeah. and and all of those things and we understand that there are some people who don't have an expressive form of prayer. Not everybody is outward. Just like when you go to a sporting event, not everybody is expressive. But at the same time, when he's done something for you, why why can't there be that kind of atmosphere? That's and and, and the larger question is who or what is preventing that kind of atmosphere from happening. Now, is it tradition? Is it membership? Is it that maybe people don't really know God like they say they do? I think it's all three, Pastor Swan. I think, I think the biggest one of those three uh, would, would kind of tie in both directions. It would be um, what we would say tradition and what the Scripture calls religion um, in the sense that uh, it's the way that you do things and the process of how you do things that is directly tied to membership of people who get stuck in that and then also tied to the first one that you mentioned as well so it, it it's that it's that stiffness that tightness that cultural way of how you do it and if you don't do it that way you're gonna see uh... uh sister lulamel uh... bay on the other side that's gonna tip her glasses down <laughs> if you get a little too loud because if, it's too loud if, if you wear a certain thing it's uh, too yeah. uh, you can't you better not wear no jersey up in here uh... <laughs> The tradition of things tends to bind people and lock them in when Jesus was never a, uh, a religious traditionalist. He said, if you don't praise me to rocks, he'll make them cry out. Mm. Right? We want to hear from you, 727-5711. We do have a caller on the air. Caller, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Go ahead and state your comment, please. All right. Uh, I, I feel like it's a, it's a matter of fear of what people think about you. Uh, a lot of times you, you, you'll sit there and, and just like you, you stated People may want to express openness, but they're looking around at the faces that are watching them. But okay. I think we just need to get away from what people think, you know, because people can't people can't bring you out of what you're going through. Okay. Start can. All right. I, you know? appreci- I appreciate that. Thank you for the call. All right. He said because of fear. 
because maybe somebody will get the DVD after church <laughs> and, and watch the DVD and start laughing at the person that was praising God. And then the, maybe the next time they become self-conscious because the person joked, girl, you, you was all up in the aisle. Well, I, I'm guilty of teasing people. See, this, I, I, can I apologize right now to the brother at you my church perpetuating. that does the you, karate? You are the reason why people can't cut loose. <laughs> Hold on, I'm repenting right now on the radio. Can you forgive me for the brother that does the helicopter in our church? I won't say your name, but you know who you are. But can I just pick on the preachers? No. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> Why are you the pastor? Why are you joking, people, I, I man? Need, I need you can't friend. be doing that. I'm a work undone. <laughs> Woe is me. <laughs> but Don't you know that paralyzes people? I, it does. It makes it does. them self-conscious. But if they're funny, I got you to laugh. Now, granted, now, if you're praising God, how are you noticing what other people are doing? See, see, that, that's the point, Pastor. Well, you're right. You're right. Now, I sometimes have to take a praise <laughs> time out and, 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 and look around. And and there's there's a sister you know that could be huckabucking in the corner right somewhere. right right my my sister uh you know my my sister uh, on the on the third row she worships and she does like the chicken buck thing but now granted I've said these things to them and it ain't stopped them because I th <laughs> I think I think what happens though bro is the us preachers if we getting down too it's hard for them to look around and say hey you shouldn't do that if I mean you're in the wrong church if your pastor is acting. You know, so do you? Why? Do you go to a sporting event and laugh at folks when they when I they absolutely. acting up? Yes, it, yes. Those when hogs, cheering? those hogs that 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 and that the Redskins fans are wearing. <laughs> there the, you the go. Pig noses. <laughs> there you go. I, I laugh at them. By the way, uh, Ray Johnson has abandoned the Redskins and he's a Baltimore Ravens fan now. Y I just yeah, thought he I'd is. point that out sure on is. the Red Didio. <laughs> we want to hear from you. It's all about the DC area. It's the DC area. Yeah, we see seven two seven five seven one one. We do want to hear from you. We have another caller on the air. Caller, are you there? Yes, sir. Go ahead and state your comment, please. Uh, my comment is, it's a, it's a level of traditionism that's been brought forth from time of past, from your mothers and the grandmothers. So you have that generational curse that's been holding people back. And that there's a level of worship that if you don't realize, things are not going to be broken on your life or things are not going to be availed in your life until you reach that level of worship. And that's like um, in, the, in the house that I worship in. That's what we're working at right now. So without that level of worship, the things are not going to be brought forth. And there are a lot of people that's being held back because they're afraid either to reach that or the level of traditionalism in the house is still got them bonded. Okay. We appreciate that. Thank you for the call. Uh, he said, basically, again, it's been brought down from generation to generation. But if you were to study slavery in our country African Americans mm -hmm. we gravitated initially toward the Baptist and the Methodist movement mm -hmm. because of the expression the liberation of free spirited praise mm -hmm. so somewhere along the line somebody decided that that's not how you are supposed to do it we're gonna be cultured in all, and all and I'm gonna say this and, and don't y'all write me and call me uh, um, we, we, we've decided to become cultured and become um, Anglicans, Pastor Young. Oh, uh, but now, I know some Anglicans that are free-spirited and full of the Spirit and will put some of our Methodist, Baptist, and Pentecostal folk to shame. That's right. And, uh, and, and let us say, you know, certainly expressive praise does not necessarily mean that you're more spiritual. Or, but, but I guess what we're saying is, why, why is it that when you look at a, at a worldly event, mm -hmm. such as sport, you have people... <laughs> who are coming to the games hours before. You got, you know, Tailgating. college games. You got kids camping out the night before yeah. just to get a ticket to get in the game. Yeah. 
and you can't get people on time for church. They skip praise and worship. Well, and I, will come. <laughs> no, you didn't say. <laughs> you open the door after praise and worship, and you got more people who come after the fact. Uh huh. What What is going on? I mean, are we? Well, it, it, it certainly, help me to understand. It please. certainly, is, I, I believe, it certainly is an attack of the enemy to to cause people to come to church uh, late. And, and miss praise and worship when praise and worship is, is what actually uh, brings you inside of his courts with thanksgiving. Gets you in uh, to the place where you can it receive sets the, the tone. word. sets the tone. So uh, certainly, uh, um, you know, the enemy does not want us to participate in praise and worship um, unto our God. And so if he can keep us discouraged with the and distracted with everything that we experience, you know, Monday through Saturday and have us coming in at whatever time, 30 minutes after your service time starts, then the word that is preached will, will not fall on good ground because your heart is not open. How, how can you expect me to be still for an hour and a half to two hours? Well, you don't do that in the world. You don't go to a sporting event with yeah. the expectation, I'm going to sit still for two hours. Well, some folk don't feel like, you know, I, it, I, it becomes a what have you done for me lately thing. So we become spectators. Then. Uh, uh-huh. So we're not engaged in the service. Maybe we're just looking now to, to get people to move us. Yeah. I need the choir to move me. I need the preacher to move me yeah. instead of me contributing to the service. We, yeah. we do have another caller. Caller, are you there? Hello? Yes. Go ahead and state your comment, please. Yes, I think it's a direct reflection of people's relationship with God. Um, the better relationship with God, the more you're going to be engaged in the service. Okay. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. He said uh, uh, it's all about the relationship with God. If you have a stronger relationship with God, you're more likely to praise or be expressive in your praise. Do you agree to that? Absolutely. You know, one of the things I'm thinking about is how the Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And so if the spirit of the Lord is in you genuinely, not only are you free uh, to worship and, and have an explosive worship, but you're also free to not. So so like like Pastor Swan was mentioning, it's it's not an indictment on the people that have a more conservative uh, way to express their, their worship to God. But the people that I have a problem with are the ones that when when someone else is doing it. Uh, then they sit back um, and 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 look down on them, or they or they criticize them, you know, uh, for, or, for or they talk about them after service. Yeah, like well, like Pastor Young. Yeah, now t- <laughs> <laughs> let, we gotta <laughs> we gotta hear you, you, you gotta, gotta let me clean that up. <laughs> I'll let you clean it up. Hold <laughs> on, we got another caller over there. Caller, are you there? Um, yes. Good afternoon. Where to state your comment, please? Well, actually, it's just a lifestyle. It's like what you do at home is what you're going to do at church. So if you're not worshiping and praising God at home. It's hard for you to go to church to engage. It it will become as phony, as fake, and then when you get home, there's still no relationship with God because you put on a show. But if you're constantly seeking the Lord and you're praying, you worship Him, um, and, and you're seeking Him, you know, you're seeking His face at home, it's easy for you to get in the presence. Nobody has to coach you. No one has to beg you. You've already done it all week, so when you get there, it's like, I'm ready to do this again. Because of the presence, you know, what you feel when you get in God's presence. Okay. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. She said, basically, if you're taking care of business at home, Mm -hmm. you're going to have overflow when you get there. But my question to you is, if I am having overflow at home and I go to a church that's dead, wake it up. Do do you Mm -hmm. think I am going to be more likely to express myself when the majority of the people Mm -hmm. are sitting down? That's a very good point, Pastor Swan. You know. Quiet as a church. What I, what I quit, what I quench, what God has put inside of me, because nobody is like David said, "Oh, come and magnify the Lord with me," mm-hmm. but nobody's coming with me. Right. 
am I going to be more likely to <laughs> to squelch it, or am I going to be more likely to praise? You know, it, we talked about earlier how the preacher has to have some kind of um, influence on the congregation. That's why I wanted to pick on the preachers earlier, because, you know, the truth is, is that, you know, I mean, if, you know, I, I, I get called shouting John, okay? And so usually when I'm defending myself, you know, I notice the brother karate chopping me to my left you know or something you know what i'm saying so 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 the the important part is is that you know you've got to be able to have a an atmosphere where worship is not just allowed but encouraged and 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 people are inspired to worship and not demanded to worship like you're out of order if you don't do this but like you said you got to find a way to make it happen you you have to and and i just it has gotten to the point where now when I watch sporting events, it, it, it kind of bother, it, it bothers me. Mm. Because I'm saying to myself, how can, how can you have people, and I would venture to say that at the Super Bowl, there were Christians at the Super Bowl. Absolutely. And I'm sure that at the Super Bowl they were jumping and shouting for whomever their team was. And maybe do those same people go to church and have that same level of expression. Mm. So how can we give more credit, more glory to a team or to a sport or to people that you would never have the opportunity to know personally, mm -hmm. but to the God that we should know personally, mm -hmm. we sit on them. Maybe sometimes we have those of us in our profession, Pastor Swan, who do not communicate the, the very personal nature of how God wants to relate, relate to us through the person of Jesus Christ. And maybe we don't do a, enough of that kind of communication to cause people to know that God wants to know you personally. As a matter of fact, his, his appropriate title for Jesus is the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, signifying that there is a very personal connection and relationship with you. So maybe we need to do a better job ourselves in terms of how we communicate who Jesus is to people uh, outside of our own uh, context of religious experiences. So stop, bring Jesus to where the people are. So stop trying to go for the shout and go for helping people to know him better. Because if they know him better, no matter where you are, if that you will at, produce. If you at your stoplight. You start thinking about what he's doing for you, how he's relating to you. You break out in a praise and a shout right there at the stoplight. Absolutely. I've been guilty of that myself. Absolutely. We do have another yeah. caller on the air. Caller, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Um, I agree with some of what you're saying. But I think we have to look back at the scripture because Jesus is our perfect example. You have people that shout and you have preachers that make people feel guilty if they're not praising in a certain way. And I think that's a problem as well. Um, a lot of us may get up and shout, but when we get outside of the church doors, we won't speak to each other. We have people that so-called speaking in tongues. But there's no interpretation. So the Bible says everything should be done in decency and in order. And I believe everybody, like you said, has a different gift that God gives them. And I think we have to be careful on um, judging how people praise. Because praise is in many forms. It's in giving tithes. It's in actually shouting with the mouth. It's act and what I think our most praise should be in our lifestyle, where sinners and fellow Christians can see our lifestyle, and they see our praise towards God with that. So I think that, that should be our, our biggest focus on making sure that we have the lifestyle, not only in worship service, but outside of the worship service. Okay. Thank you for the call. We appreciate your comments. Okay. And I, and I do agree. We're not suggesting that uh, praise is the only factor that determines a person's spiritual maturity. What we are saying is why isn't it 
an atmosphere where praise can be encouraged and supported, much like when you go to a sporting event, it is expected that people are going to jump up and down. They're going to be in the aisles. They're going to face paint. People coming to the games with no shirt on, you know, all this kind of thing. Why don't we have that same type of enthusiasm for coming to the house of the Lord? I think that's the question. And we have one minute left. I'm going to ask Pastor Young and Pastor Johnson to offer your final comment before we go off the air today. Uh, come to, sh to, to church with your shirts on. Um, <laughs> but but at the same time, we believe that it is it is absolutely necessary to to identify your way of expressing your love to God in, in, in response and by by worshiping him. And, and don't let anybody stop you, even if your worship is kind of funny. How would you know, Pastor? Well, I, <laughs> see, you, yeah. you, I worship by you, looking around. See, you mess. See, that's the problem. <laughs> see, that is the problem. Well, I got to take a break. Or, or somebody's going to get the DVD. I'm telling yeah. you, man, somebody's going to get the DVD, what? and they're going to look at this. Boy, service was high. <laughs> I got to get it. I got to see who was over in the corner. <laughs> right. Who, and and that, that makes people self-conscious. But when you worship hard, you got to take a break because you're tired after the third lap around the church. You, <laughs> you got to stop. And then when you look around, you, you happen to notice things. You can't, you can't not notice the, the karate man or the <laughs> helicopter. You just can't not notice that. I'm sorry. Pray for me hard. <laughs> Pastor Johnson, come over. Well, at CRCP, we are known to have runners when we break out into our praise break. <laughs> so y'all keep on running and keep on <laughs> praising, keep on shouting. And right now on your job, come on, give the Lord a dominion praise. Everybody that's hearing us. God bless you. We love you. Once again, on behalf of Pastor Young, Pastor Johnson, uh, Brother Jerry Good, who is now going to be a contributor to our show. If you missed his segment at the first part of the show, he is willing to be a blessing to whoever calls him today. He's going to offer a, a supplement package, vitamin package, talk about the cleansing package that is also available. He's been at GNC for the past seven years as the store manager in Military Circle. Bodybyjg.com. Bodybyjg.com. He's also a certified uh, fitness trainer. On the 20th of February, not this coming Saturday, but next Saturday, 9 a.m., he will be at Ivy Baptist Church working with the women. Uh, for those who want to come, ladies, you want to come out and work with Jerry. He's going to take you through a complete cycle, actually work you out uh, during that particular time if you want to come and be a part of that. Uh, and for more information, you can call 244-8165. Thank you to all who called in today and who are listening. Until next week, be blessed and be a blessing to someone else. Take care.